0: You doing? How's homeschooling going? How's lockdown life going? We're in February, which is the good news. We are out of January. And as I record this episode, there is blue sky out my window. So we can only hope that spring is on its way. Anyway, uh, I am feeling pretty upbeat today, having a busy day, got lots of podcast stuff. In fact, I've just been going through some people who I'd like to interview and reaching out to some guests. So that's pretty exciting. I'm always excited to make new connections. That's cool. Also, the other day I reached out to Brene Brown again. Well, I say again, I've never actually reached out. I've put it out to the universe that I'd like to interview her. So I did actually reach out to her the other day and I've had a response to no, but that's okay. That's fine. It was from one of her team. They were lovely. I'm going to start building rapport with them, hopefully, and somehow convince Brene Brown she wants to come on my podcast. If you want to tweet her or DM her and say, Theresa would love to interview and she's She's pretty funny. I mean, when I sent the request, I did actually say, okay, people come on people's podcasts for reasons, like as in because they've got something to promote or because I, you know, my audience is big or whatever. But compared to Brene Brown, I put in this request that my audience is a drop in the ocean. I then also put, you know, I'm also nowhere near as smart as she is. And I've put in brackets something like it's not going so well uh, so far, is it? And then I just tried to say that we'd have a laugh and it'd be good fun. And uh, unfortunately, that wasn't enough this time, but we'll keep trying. You never know. You've got to ask, what's the worst that could happen? She can say, no, she did. I didn't die. All is fine with the world. Anyway, before we get on with today's episode, which is about a new social media, which I'm sure some of you have heard about already, but it's going to be a good one. I want to remind you that the next Build My List course is starting in March. In fact, it's starting on the 1st of March. Now, the testimonials from the people who did the first course, oh my goodness, I couldn't have imagined how good they were in terms of like how sort of amazing they've been written, the stuff they said. They were so kind and generous in terms of being so gushing with their with their compliments, which is lovely. And pretty much all of them completed the task and all have working lead magnets as I speak. The other thing that's amazing, one of the amazing ladies, Emma, has now, well, within the first week of putting her new lead magnet out, she got a hundred people on a list, a hundred people in a week. Unbelievable. And another lovely person who did it, Toria, she put out her new lead magnet, got 47 people on the list and someone actually bought. Like I could never have hoped for results as amazing as that. And and the result I was looking for was for them to actually create and put it out there. And they did. It was full on work. It's 10 days. I am with you every step of the way, motivating you, inspiring you and making you laugh as we go along. It's not you know, it's not that it's rocket science. It's just a lot of steps and it takes those steps. And once you've finished, you will have everything you need to go and do it again and again and again. So if you have done a challenge or watched a video or done a freebie course or downloaded a PDF about how easy it is to create a lead magnet or how easy it is to build your email list, then you'll probably know by now that didn't help you to actually physically build the thing you wanted to build, whereas this course does. So head along to TeresaHeathWaring.com forward slash build my list. Get on the wait list because it's limited places. Because it's a follow me along course, I need to do it, you know, in a group setting where you are on camera with me and therefore I can't have millions of people on it. So get on the wait list because you're going to be offered the places first before I put it open and open the cart properly. But we start on the 1st of March. Anyway, let's crack on with today's episode. Today we are going to be talking about Clubhouse. Um <laughs> in the dramatic way in which I said it. Uh I don't know why I said it like that. Okay, so I am sure by now you have seen people wittering on about Clubhouse. You may have even signed up, you may have even gone in a room, you may be like some people and constantly sit in every room. And I don't know how you get on with your day and do any work, quite honestly, but This is Clubhouse, and this is what we're going to be talking about today. So basically, Clubhouse is a new app that is currently only available on iPhones. Sorry, Android people. It is an audio-only app. The concept actually is so very different from everything else we've got out there that it couldn't not, like, enter the market and disrupt things a little bit. But basically, what it is, in short, is a social media platform where you can go and follow people and people can follow you. But instead of you posting updates, instead of you connecting with them through DMs, instead of you posting content, the content that you post and the content that you consume is audible only. It's it's audio only. And the content is live. So what happens is Basically, when you, um, let's talk about the actual app. So first off, you need to be invited. Now, initially the invites were really few and far between and not many people had them. Now everyone seems to have an invite. So come along and ask. In fact, I do have some invites as I record this. So if you don't have an invite, come and ask me. But like I said, you have to be on an iPhone. So, invite only, that was their first strategy, very good strategy in terms of FOMO and people thinking, oh my God, I've got to get on the platform and where's my invite and how do I get it and that sort of thing. So, I think they were really, really good. So, the way you do, you invite them is you have their phone number, it's based on your phone number, and I send you a text with a link and then you can get on Clubhouse then. Once you're in Clubhouse, you're going to be offered a load of people that you can follow and you can go and You know, consume what content they might put out. So it'll suggest a load of people for you to follow. You can skip this step. Then, obviously, like most social media, social medias, you have a name and a bio and a profile picture. There is a way that you can link up your Instagram. So the link goes straight through. The bio actually is quite long in terms of how much you can write in there. But the, first three lines of your bio is available to preview while you're in a room. So that means probably put your most important stuff in the first three lines. Like I said, there are currently links to Instagram and Twitter, but there are no other clickable links. Okay. Once you're brand new into Clubhouse, your, where your profile picture is, if you have a kind of, you know, the emoji that looks like it's a um, an upside down hat with confetti coming out of If you have that or you see that on someone's profile, that basically means they're new and it'll disappear after seven days. So if someone is, you see someone's profile and it has that on it, that means, like I said, they're they're new to the platform. But like I said, you can put your bio in, you've got your photo, you've got your name. Obviously try and keep it consistent with the rest of your things and you can write quite a lot of bio and people do tend to write quite a lot. I haven't. So once you are in Clubhouse, It consists of rooms. You have to imagine, like, in fact, I think people are really thinking about this almost like it's an online conference. So imagine you're at social media marketing world or a conference that has lots of streams, i.e., lots of talks going on at once, and you get to decide which one you go into. So people are calling your kind of feed that says, hey, look at all these talks that are going on right now all these conversations, these rooms, and um, they're calling that like your corridor as if when you're looking down the feed, which is normally where, you know, that would be your feed that you're looking on Instagram or your feed where you're looking on Facebook. Basically what that feed is showing you is all the rooms that are going on at that point. So it's almost like your corridor where you're like, okay, imagine I'm in a, you know, walking down a conference and I can go into that room where they're talking about this subject or I can go into this room where they're talking about this thing. So you've got, basically you then enter a room and in that room you have people who, it's called a stage, okay? So basically the area where the speakers are, and you'll be able to see that they're a speaker because they have a microphone icon so they can either mute and unmute themselves. And also you can see a moderator and a moderator has a, um, like a green star next to them. So the moderators and the speakers are on the stage, if you like, and then you have Other people who are then listening and engaging, i.e., through just listening, who are underneath that section. So they're actually in the kind of main section and they are divided into people who follow speakers and then everybody else. But basically, if you are not on stage, if you are not a moderator or a speaker, you just listen. That's all you do. Okay. So the other thing that you can do as a person, once you go into a room, it will just start playing. Okay. And I have this, right. The first few times I did this, I went into the app, I, went, I clicked on a room. It then started talking because obviously someone is speaking. I then thought, oh, I don't want to be in this room or I don't want to listen to this, or I don't want them to see I'm here. Because of course, what happens is the minute you go into that room, your profile picture appears and goes, look, you know, I'm in there. So I like, tried to swipe out of the app and it just kept talking because the app can play while you're in other apps. So, the idea of the app is almost a bit like, you know, how you listen to audio, Audible, or you listen to a podcast and they play regardless of whether you're in the app or not. Clubhouse is the same. So, when you like swipe off it and it's still talking at you and you panic and think, how the hell do I get out of it? When you are in a room, at the bottom of that room, there is a leave quietly button. And basically that just means you leave the room. The other things you're going to see when you're in that room is on the right hand side, there's a raise your hand and it's a little hand. And basically when you're in, when you click on that, you're raising your hand to say, can I speak or can I join the stage? Now, if you get approved because the moderator has to approve you, then obviously they can join, you can join the stage, and then they normally encourage you to speak, or they'll normally say, you know, so-and-so's just joined. What do you have to say on the subject? But the the idea is, and I think obviously I'm not going to go too much into any more of the technical details of the rooms and, and that sort of thing, but I've given you the overview and the gist. But where I see Clubhouse is one, I don't have to do my makeup. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not really joking. It is pretty handy. It's just audio only. One, it's just audio. So obviously no prepping in terms of video and that sort of thing. The other thing that's quite nice is like I did a clubhouse last night. I was invited to speak uh, with a couple of other people and I just had my headphones in and just sat drinking my ginger beer. Yeah, I drink ginger beer when it's the week and I'm trying not to drink gin. Um, It's fever tree just in case you're wondering. Uh, and I think it is called the ginger beer, not the ginger ale. Anyway, it's really nice. Side note. So um, I'm sat there with my glass of ginger beer, like just listening and chatting. And it was really nice. It feels very relaxed. It feels, yeah, it, it doesn't feel like, you know, I'm on stage as such, or it doesn't feel like I'm on show. So that's quite nice from a speaker point of view. The The other thing is, obviously, I like speaking, because I have a podcast. And I enjoy speaking. So for me, that's quite nice as a format that I can continue doing that, that it's audio only. If you are nervous to speak, but you want to be seen as an expert, then again, it can be really helpful because you're not on screen. You haven't got to do a video. It's literally just audio. So that's cool. The other cool aspect is the fact of you can get some quite big like experts, if you like, speaking in rooms And you can get up on stage and talk with them, which is kind of a really amazing opportunity in some cases. Now, there are some rooms where, as you would imagine, like thousands of people are in there and you're not going to get a look in. Or you're going to be very lucky to get a look in. And I'm guessing that as you raise your hand, the quicker you do it, the higher up you are in that list. But if you are joining, then, you know, the chances are lots of other people have raised their hands to speak. There's also rooms where they just don't invite anybody up to speak and they are just speaking themselves. Personally, I think the whole point of the clubhouse is that they, it's a conversation. Like you listen to a podcast and I witter on whether you like it or not. Well, you can stop obviously at any point, which I hope you don't, but... The whole point of Clubhouse is, is I think, to ask the the questions, to get people on, to go, yeah, you said that, but what about this? And I really do like that idea. I really do think that's a great platform for them to do it. However, obviously the online marketers have moved in and are starting to irritate me in the platform, (laughs) she says, as an online marketer. But there are rooms like How to Make Millions or Millionaire Secrets and all these absolute tripe rooms that personally are not for me. And a lot of people who just really like the sound of their own voice and have put themselves on some incredible pedestal and are like, check me out. I'm amazing. And I'm not keen on that. There's also a other few little niggles, like people, I I was following someone the other day and, and they said that someone had put themselves in a room and they weren't even present in the room. So they were up on a stage as a speaker you know, so that people can see them. Because obviously if people see you speaking, then that can lead to followers and, and people, you know, engaging with you, but they put themselves up as speaking. They weren't even in the room. They weren't even paying attention. So when someone tried to ask them a question, they weren't there. So that was annoying. And then people just trying to get up on stage just to go, look who I am. Look how amazing I am. So I do think like all social media, it's got its quirks. The other thing that I'm, I felt a bit frustrating is the audience who are listening, there's no way of them telling you that they like what you're saying other than coming up on stage. So if you are lucky enough to be in a room that's got, you know, 20, 30 people and only three or four of you are on the stage, you don't know what those others are thinking. You don't know whether they agree, disagree, whether they like it, don't like it, because there's no way of them showing that. It's not like you know, with other platforms where you can give hearts or likes or emojis or whatever, there's no chat. So you can't even, there's no comments. They can't text questions. They literally, the only thing they can do is ask to come on stage. And if they don't do that, they just sit and listen quietly. Now, one thing that is happening, which I'm sure you've seen, is lots of people are screenshotting the rooms and posting that onto Instagram and tagging in the speakers there. But obviously that feels like, I don't know, you don't really want to be engaging in one social media and then have to go to another social media to talk about it. Not that there's a problem in that. I just think maybe for Clubhouse, they need to kind of have a bit of a, a tweak of that. So, like I said, it's it's kind of like a discussion audio Audible podcast, whatever, whatever. You can't control the content. You can't control what speakers are coming up um, necessarily. So you could be listening to a room really enjoying the content, and then someone else gets up and starts talking, and you think, oh, no, not so much now. You can listen to some of the amazing people and big people and think that's amazing. If you team up with other people, then obviously you can try and get more people to come and listen because you're not just reaching your audience, you're reaching others. And in most cases I've seen, they team up with other people. So you don't tend to just go on yourself and start your own room. You normally start it with a few people. You also obviously give it a title and a topic of what you're going to be talking about as well. And you can search for different topics. So one thing actually was really cool was Biz Paul was saying that he went and found kind of subjects of things that he knew nothing about and went in and listened to those subjects. So instead of listening to the normal internet marketers, which, you know, all social media people or people that you consume their content everywhere else, go and find some new content. So, okay. Have I missed anything? Uh, Oh, obviously they're only live. So the audio is only there for as long as you are there. Recording it, the minute you go bye, see you later, it's gone. You can't listen again, but the app records it all, just so you know. So there are no replays, no editing, no changing what was said. It is live. So just be confident in everything you're saying is out into the world, even though there isn't a replay of it. So obviously, it's not on Android at the moment. Like I said, there is no way to engage with people other than going into rooms. You can, by the way, open a room with just you and one other person and basically just having a conversation through audio. But other than that, there's no way to kind of connect with people and discuss things or have a chat with them. Also, when you're listening, you're just listening. So when it starts, if you leave the room, you miss out on the content, which is why I think it's creating the FOMO, which is how I want to finish off on one final point. Gosh, it's been quite a short episode. I've just seen how long I've been talking for. So my final point is, there are lots of people hanging around in clubhouse a lot. Okay. Now I did an email about this the other day where I talked about the fact of the FOMO is a real thing. Okay. We're sat there thinking, oh God, I should be in that room. Oh God, I should be doing that thing. And the truth is we don't, we don't have to do everything. You might be sat here thinking, yeah, it sounds great. I'm not doing it. And that is 100% absolutely fine. It is hard not to be swayed by something new and shiny that everyone seems to be doing and talking about. And you're not. And you're sat there thinking, I need to be on this. It's so hard to sit in your own lane and go, do you know what? I can't take on something else at the moment. And I get it. 100% get it. The way I am using Clubhouse is I am not spending too much time in there. Uh, When I say not too much time, I mean hardly any. I occasionally look at who's talking in what rooms. I might drop in once a day and have a look at who's talking in what rooms. I don't often go into many rooms as a guest just to listen. I think if the subject was really good and the person was really impressive, then I might. But like I said, you know, some of the people I've seen, I can consume their content in other places and it is the same content. So for me, I'm not going into loads of different rooms. I'm trying to be really strategic if I do, Also, I find it really intrusive. Like, that's one more thing to mention, actually. So normally of an evening, if my husband and I are sat watching TV or a film or whatever, and I have social media stuff to to carry on with, I can sit and reply to stories or I can sit and reply to comments and DMs and and do bits of social media while watching the telly. I know you can't multitask, it's a myth. But obviously I can sit there and do it. And it's not intrusive. You know, my husband can sit and watch TV at the same time. And we feel like we're sat together. I know it sounds really sad, doesn't it? (laughs) It doesn't happen all the time. But with Clubhouse, you can't because they're talking. So the minute you open a room, it's really intrusive, you know, as in it's there, out loud talking. So unless we want to pause the TV and my husband wants to listen to the conversation, for me, I haven't you know, in an evening, I I don't want to sit and listen to things unless I'm going in specifically to listen to this thing. So for me, I'm trying not to get too involved in the app in terms of how much time I spend on there. I do, however, see lots of amazing opportunities from a marketing point of view, and not just a marketing as in I'm trying to sell stuff, but as in a building a community, having conversations, point of view, where we can invite people in, they can ask questions, we can do Q&As. For the podcast, if I have an amazing guest, we could always then do a joint thing on Clubhouse and therefore we get to have a more open discussion about something. There are lots of opportunities that could be good. I just think at the moment, I am being very gentle with what those ideas are and how much I do. I've done two rooms, I think two rooms since I, I joined and this has been a few weeks now. So so I'm not going, you know, a million percent into this, but I wanted to give you an idea of what it was, if you haven't had a chance to look at it, whether you need to do it. It's networking and collaborating. That's what it is. So, And obviously learning because you get to hear from people and you learn things when they're talking about stuff. So maybe check it out if you're on iPhone. I'm sure it's coming to Android soon. Maybe see what you think, but just be conscious of don't let it suck too much of your time because we really do have... Not enough time, and I'm sure plenty of stuff to do. Okay, I'm going to leave you guys to it. Don't forget to go and have a look at the Build My List course. It's awesome. So good. I love it. And I had such fun doing it last time. And if you are on Clubhouse, by the way, and you want to come and say hi and follow me, please do so. And I will let you know when I am doing anything on there. All right, guys, have an awesome rest of your week. There's obviously a Thursday episode as always. And I will see you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please do go check out com, where you'll find more amazing content to help you grow your business.